0: Nice man, <laughs> nice. We've got a special guest popping Sweet. In. Nice. Speaking of Rush, aren't you? Aren't you Canadian? I am Canadian. He is Canadian. See, look at that. That is like total. Hey, Carl, please turn on uh, the other mic, mic five, I believe it is. Uh, we have uh, from the WWE. It's, it's Val Venus, the big yeah. Val Boski, man. What's up, dude?
1: Hello. AD. Yeah, I don't <laughs>
0: know. Dude, you, gotta, you sw- Switch mics real quick. I'm sorry, man. Oh, no, this yeah. Not yeah, I don't know. It's, not, it's been right, kind so of messing around. Yeah, one. let's retake that. What's up, man? Hello, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. Thanks for stopping in, man. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me over, bro. This is kind of nice in here. I'm yeah. You, I didn't know this existed
0: here. Yeah, yeah. Get close to that, man. Yeah, this is my, uh, my Saturday home um, from 1 to 3 p.m. This is what I do.
1: Oh, very cool. I'm digging
0: it. Yeah. So let me introduce you to the other guys in the room. Uh, we have uh, Bobby Wayne Stouts right there. Bobby. How you doing? Pleasure and, meet you. and this is Bob Kubota. Bob What's going Kubota. on? That's Pleasure. Tony Valley. Tony, nice to meet you. And uh, th- these two are on the comedy show tonight oh, with good. us. Have yeah. uh,
1: you guys been by the lounge yet? No, sir, not
0: yet. No, not awesome. yet. will
2: see it for it. the first time You
0: guys tonight. are going to love it. Yeah, man. That and awesome. Tony's also a comedian from Chicago. And, uh, Sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> nice man. This time. We it was funny because we were just kind of going into uh, uh, talking about our drug code and talk about uh, drugs. We were just kind of getting in that line of conversation. And I know uh, you are uh, involved in the medical marijuana field here in Arizona, right. and you run the Purple Haze Correct. Smoke Lounge. And that is in Tempe, Arizona. That's where the comedy show is going on tonight, where we're all going to be, the the 420s. So it's four comedians, 20 minutes each. And I'm excited, man. I was there last night. You got news coverage last night.
1: Yes, we did. Channel 12 came by, did did a piece on us. And it was, uh, yeah, it was phenomenal. I loved it. It was great.
0: Nice, man. Well, congratulations on that.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, It's one of those things where, uh, let's face it, there's a huge market out there for the for for the cannabis market there's just a huge market that's never been tapped it's been oppressed that entire market has been oppressed since 1937 and now that that market is no longer being oppressed to the same degree that it has been for decades uh, it's affording opportunities for entrepreneurs to step into that industry and make it what it really should have been all along it should be completely normalized i mean we're talking about a plant substance that's never killed anyone in the face of God's green earth (laughs) has anyone ever died from too much marijuana. And so it's, it's definitely an industry that I think is going to be beneficial to the economy and beneficial to entrepreneurs that want to build businesses and build something that's going to cater to that market
0: i You know I see a lot of the new technology coming out with you know using marijuana cannabis and as medicine in different ways. you have your wax, you have your oils, you have your you know of course your flour um there's a lot of different uh, avenues to um explore that with business wise you're talking about that, so what else do you see as far as uh, commodities as far as what marijuana and cannabis can bring to our community that's been missing? That maybe can take away from everything. I mean, I know plastics. So we can do that, right? Can we get rid oh, of plastics? Yeah. And because yeah. that's what the whole DuPont was back in the day, wasn't it? Yeah, was absolutely. That they figure out that cannabis you can make plastic out of, or at least the seeds, I believe. Right? I don't. What, right? Is that yeah. what it was? Out of hemp oil. Yes. Out of hemp oils, so you it make comes, plastic. Yeah,
1: it comes from pressed hemp seeds. So, you you, a lot of that so out.
0: what bothers me though is the fact that here's this DuPont company not realizing that they can make probably more money on the weed because of this how easy it is to make and instead going to the chemical
1: route, you know? Well, here's the problem with it is cannabis has really been the people's plant since day one. And it's very easy to grow. It's very easy to process. I mean, prior to the 1920s, hemp was processed by hand. Uh, Pulling the fibers off, you would take the stalk and whack it against a bed of nails and just keep pulling it until you have very thin fibers that you can use for clothing and rope and whatnot. Uh, so it was very easy for people to work with, which means you had a lot of mom and pop shops dealing with hemp rope, uh, hemp clothing, hemp foods like hemp seed oil uh, for salad dressings. Uh, they'd even eat the leaves, the 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 hemp leaves for for salads. Healthiest food source in the world, uh, and so it was very easy for the average uh, American citizen uh, to to utilize cannabis. Um, what happened was. When you had companies like DuPont and big pharmaceutical companies as well, creating these synthetic products, well, no one really buys these synthetic products. When there's an all-natural version that's cheap, it's in abundance, and it's easy to grow, it's easy to process. So no one was really buying these synthetic products. And so the, the... big corporations had to get together. I mean, standard oil was a prime example. Most of the uh, early engines were run on alcohol and on uh, on fuel that was drilled from the ground, uh, the oil that was drilled from the ground. Uh, Coming into the 1920s and 1930s, in between that time period, we saw massive new inventions coming along that made the processing of hemp more industrious. It took it out of the hands of uh, just your average American, which obviously they were still utilizing just processing hemp by by hand Uh, but there was these companies that were uh, creating these new inventions for processing hemp that would bring it up to the same level as processing cotton which was a huge industry before those inventions that processed hemp Uh, so once these inventions came along we had standard oil getting scared with their monopoly on on fuel for engines. We had cotton industry, the lumber industry, pharmaceutical companies that were starting up and creating these synthetic medicines that no one was buying when 70% of American medications were made from cannabis indica at the time. Mm. So uh, how do you get rid of that competition when you have all these inventions that's going to make it blow up even bigger than your industry, whether you're in the cotton industry, oil, lumber, whatever? You, you had a right to fear hemp, right. but you can't come along and say we're going to ban cannabis, not back in 1937, because back then, prior to 1920s, when those inventions started coming along... It was normal, it was in every household. They grew it next to, next to lettuce and tomatoes and carrots. It's and so what happened was you had to demonize it. You can't say we're gonna, we're gonna make cannabis the most scariest thing in the world, because so, that just wouldn't fly. So you had to label it something that people never heard of before, hence marijuana. And it's this new evil drug Mm. and we're gonna, we're gonna put the fear of God into people about this new drug. And then of course there was racism involved. You know, they were saying like the Hispanics and the blacks were going crazy on marijuana and you know, it was taking bigger caliber bullets to put them down. And so this, this fear mongering was, uh, was pushed into the hearts and minds of American citizens. And of course the corporations got what they wanted. You can't say you're going to ban, ban hemp. But you can certainly say you're going to ban that deadly, crazy marijuana. Right. And so that that was uh, – the, the corporations weren't concerned about marijuana. They were concerned about competition from hemp. They just used marijuana as an excuse Squash to get it. rid of hemp. Right. Exactly. Interesting.
0: You know what's funny is I see today with uh, – Synthetic THC that they're trying to produce in, in the uh, in the labs and everything. Somebody was going to be, I think, commenting on Monday in California having a big hearing. I'm sure you might be aware of this. About um, I can't remember her name, but she's all about she's the XDEA, and she's going to say that marijuana has no medicinal value at all. And of course, it's a big Supreme Court going on, but she's in favor of the the, the lab tested THC that's synthetically created out of chemicals Mm -hmm. right that blows my mind it's like you are okay with this shit being made in a lab by a, who knows what being put together to make this happen, but you aren't okay from a natural plant that grows from the ground that brings the same exact, if not better, than what you're creating. Well, up that's of. because uh, the people oh, that are
3: yeah, the people that are
4: uh, paid yeah, the, <laughs> exactly, insane,
3: dude. The, the, the people that are investing in her are the ones right. that are making all these. Camp- yeah, Dupont yeah, invest in these big people, Pharma, That's
2: know? what they do. But that's what big Pharma does. Right. It imitates nature and then gives it to you as your cure. It's a, opposed right. to we just going to nature for not just. A more reliable. The, the, cure. the medical quality is hemp, but but every, every supplement known to man, you know, every every nutrient is out there. Yeah, you know, new, uh, food wise, that we should all be cultivating o- ourselves. Right,
0: exactly. We should be able to be uh, have our own little farms at home. You know, whatever having a farming. I mean,
1: right. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and don't get don't get me wrong. I'm not against the big pharmaceutical companies trying to produce these synthetic things. Sure. I'm a libertarian. They have every right to do right. that. What they don't have a right to right. do is to lobby government to force Americans. To only buy their products. Right. Mm -hmm. And when they ban hemp, they essentially force Americans to only buy their products. Yeah, Yeah.
2: you you shouldn't be forced to do anything.
1: And that's basically, that's
2: libertarianism. You don't force anybody to do anything. That's it. Make your choice. Educate yourself. Make a choice.
1: And let's face it. Grown adults can make their own decisions. And if you're not free to make bad decisions, you're not really free. Right. But isn't that what it
0: is, right? You have a a sector of our population that just... It wants us all to live their way. Basically, is what it is. You're not moral like us. You're, you don't have the same standards as us. But yeah, we're the ones that are causing most of the um, the stir to get our way, and the people who want to live peacefully aren't being heard. They're not getting their voice out there. You know, when you watch, I was watching the stupid governors debate about a week ago or two weeks ago, and I, I want to get in there and go like, are these the only two guys running? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, for real. Yes. You're only yeah, giving us these two options. That's it. And they're just force feeding us that. You're being so forced that what, way. Too. What I'm hoping, what I'm seeing, though, is I think that curtain is becoming, you know, it's be- they're opening up the curtain on this. Right. More people are, are getting keen to what's going mm-hmm. on and being more aware of the sham that it is, mm-hmm. the scam. Also- because of
2: personalities like you, man. <laughs> <Because of laughs> these shows spreading <laughs> the, the word. word is man.
0: getting out. <laughs> well, I just think more people are, are in tune to what's going on. Yeah. They, I think they're aware that this is all bullshit. Right. And the fact that you know, what do you do? How do you get out of this? If whatever you do doesn't get heard, or just get squashed because we, the, that small portion doesn't have the money to feed or to be into that machine that everyone else is in?
1: Oh, absolutely! And it's one of those things where you see, uh, you see the corporations uh, pretty much wanting the rest of America to be slaves to their products. Uh, and, and the reality is, I mean, we should be teaching kids how to grow cannabis and how to make their own cough syrups like they did back in mm, before 1937. Be uh, how to make their own pain rubs for for rubbing on you know sore joints and, and things of that nature. I mean, this is a non toxic substance. It grows naturally out of the ground. And let's face it, every single living thing on the face of God's green earth has an endocannabinoid system that's pretty much identical straight across the board, including the cannabis plant. And when you look at why the cannabis plant produces so much cannabinoids, including THC, it's remarkable. It's en- it's enhancing and strengthening its own immune system to keep disease and pests away from the plant itself. Well, we have that exact same endocannabinoid system. So when we supplement our endocannabinoid system with uh, with outside cannabinoids with the can- with the cannabis plant, we are in fact enhancing our own immune system, mm. and we're we're make- we're strengthening it drastically. And we when you have such a strong immune system, you can fight off diseases, viruses. I mean, they're even talking now about uh, heavy, heavy doses of cannabis oil being used to annihilate Ebola, for example. Mm-hmm. And it makes total sense when mm-hmm. you actually read what Ebola does and then you read how the endocannabinoid system regulates and protects against what Ebola does. I mean, it's fascinating. Yeah, so, that's great. Uh, yeah,
4: really quick, just to back that up, I had a friend who... Uh, Ten years, he was feeling a little... Oh, wait, I just screwed up that story. He went into the doctor's office. He was feeling symptoms. The doctor told him he had MS for the last ten years, but he didn't notice any of the symptoms because he's an all-day, everyday smoker. And the doctor basically told him, keep smoking, like that's your cure for wow. it. And I had another friend of mine, she was pregnant and bedridden, and she asked the doctor if, if weed would be bad for the baby, and the doctor said, I can't really advise you to smoke it, but there will be no effects with the baby. So she smoked weed while she was pregnant to help with her pain from being bedridden. Is, what,
0: is there any studies on that as far as smoke, I mean, you're not supposed to smoke anything else. I mean,
1: yeah. So, I mean, uh, here, here is where we get into the idea of, you got to remember, we're all indoctrinated. Even myself, who's a huge cannabis activist, I still have that little seed of indoctrination in my, in my gut that has been planted there by media and government and educational system that says you shouldn't be feeding this stuff to babies. But that's all based on feeling and emotion. The fact and the logic of it is this. Cannabinoids completely enhance everybody's immune system doesn't matter how old you are you could feed the baby as much cannabis as you want to that baby's still gonna wake up in the morning laughing crying doing whatever a baby does normally i mean you can't say the same thing if you go to the drugstore and you buy cough syrup for baby and feed that baby the whole bottle of cough syrup that baby's not going to wake up in the morning and so if we look at a study that was done in jamaica some years ago and it was done on pregnant women that were smoking through their entire pregnancy When the study concluded, I can't remember the the doctor's name that did the study, but what she found was when the children were born, they accelerated and adapted to and learned to talk quicker than babies who were born to mothers who never smoked. Really? And so again, when you go back to studying what endocannabinoids do to every single cell in your body, including the brain cells itself, it completely makes sense. But that's all based on fact and logic. Because feeling <laughs> yeah. an emotion is still there, and feeling <laughs> an emotion still says you shouldn't be feeding yeah, your kids.
0: Exactly. Up. <laughs> I'm wondering if the baby in the womb is getting all high going, what the hell? Where am I at, man? <laughs> What's going <laughs> well, on, man? Well, here, here's, he, here, here's something else. And
1: I just found this out about a year ago was that uh, when a mother has a baby the first few weeks their breast milk is loaded with colostrum which is something that kickstarts their immune system well it's also loaded with natural cannabinoids extremely high doses of it and this is what causes the baby to want to suckle all the time right. they want to <laughs> eat they absolutely <laughs>
0: among and, among other
1: reasons and, and, and so it's it's really good to, it's a really good um, subject to study in terms of uh how cannabinoids affect every cell in the human body it's right. fascinating and then once you get more into it you start to get angry about yeah, why we're not using it right more often.
0: Isn't yeah. that bizarre? And then you're like, who's in charge here, man? Who the hell is pulling the strings? And why is it like Follow this, the money, you know? brother. Well, follow it the is, money. Follow it the is money. follow the money. So we need to have – well, you can't trust our media to follow the money because no.
2: that's where it ends they up. Do, in the, that's the last thing they follow. <laughs> that's the last thing they follow. Well, no, you
1: can follow the money with the media because the money for them comes from – Huge amounts that they charge these big pharmaceutical drug companies for, for advertising. Right. And if all mm-hmm. of a sudden you put on there, oh, yep. you can make all natural, non-toxic cough mm-hmm. syrup that's just as effective as what's that ingredient cost? D X M, that hallucinogen they put in D T M. No, I think it's DXM DMT? Oh, D M T. No, yeah, <that's laughs> not
3: cough syrup. I knew kids in high school that would drink like two bottles of Robitussin back to back, and Robo- they're both tripping. Yeah, they tripped. The and, and that's off. and that's what
1: the ingredient I think is D X M. Okay. There. And so. Uh, Well, it's one of those things where if you say that, hey, I want to make this all natural cough syrup and I want to use that because I don't want to use pharmaceutical companies, DXM, all of a sudden you'd be thrown in prison. Sure. You have to buy The corporation's sure. medicine
2: You have to Look at all the Look at all the news people That have been Just suddenly booted Off the air For like boom They're gone they're just, Oh I'm sorry I got you know Whatever It's usually because Something like that It's usually They wanted to show a story Or they wanted to Bring something up And then they tried to And then they got booted You know And right. the end of that stuff You know Yeah good squashed isn't Yeah like, no you yeah. Just Follow follow news journal Follow the careers Of journalists And you see where, where, where Everything's going You know what I mean Oh yeah
1: absolutely, absolutely. The, I mean let's face it I mean if you're a media company And the drug companies Are giving you Huge amounts yeah of dollars in advertising, you're not going to do something that's going to tick them off. You're not going to go on the air and say, hey, I'm going to show you how to make a cannabis (laughs) indica cough syrup so you don't have to buy DXM. And then you get a drug company saying, hey, I sell DXM (laughs) and I'm giving you money for advertising. What are you doing? (laughs) So, yeah. And then
0: then it really comes down to, again, the word uh, I mentioned earlier is the morals of the TV station for not taking that money. And that's never going to happen because when you w- wad a big cat, you know, it's a, it's chicken of the chicken in the ass right. doesn't exist. If well, the it, thing is, know, is
2: look, the machine doesn't exist unless these people behave this way.
0: No, the TV will, exi- will exist, the TV no matter will who, exist. who advertises it on it. It's the people who are accepting this type of advertisement are the ones that should be ashamed of themselves. Because of if you cut that off, it doesn't mean people aren't going to advertise on your network. I mean, you're just not going to see a big. a a bigger paycheck or you know whatever it is it's easy money though it's easy money I understand because well the thing is funny is I, I when I watch these commercials on TV you know I'm seeing a lot of Hey, did you take Risperdal? Do you have tits? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> you know right, what I mean? It's like, what the
2: fuck? Right. Are you kidding me? If you
0: took Risperdal, right. you might have tits. <laughs> you know, if you're if you're 10-year-old or whatever. And I'm like, all these lawyer commercials for every prescription drug you just saw a commercial mm-hmm. for that was all lovey-dovey with the music and everything for uh, suing the company for fucking you up. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I just...
4: You you don't want them to get into bed together, but the po- the little people can't afford four million dollars for a Super Bowl ad, and that's no, what the problem not, is. Right. It's how much exactly. money they have? They can unlimited funds. They can buy everything yeah, to uh, anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: same with music. You got to buy, buy your way onto the for the
1: music scene uh, and, for halftime at the Super Bowl. And here's the sad part: is if cannabis was never demonized and it was never made illegal, the cannabis industry back in 1937 would have become much bigger than Standard Oil, much. bigger bigger than upjohn or Merck, or much bigger than the cotton industry i mean it was on the cusp of doing that right before it was banned and
0: the government would have been in charge of that wouldn't they have
1: no, the people would no, have been in charge been, yeah, been, yeah, it would have been in the why. people's hands. Okay. W- weren't they, and what, so people would have been able to create products and services out of hemp because there's 50,000, some say up to 200,000 products that can be made with hemp. We're not talking cheap quality products here. We're talking high the highest high of high quality Higher products. Higher than we got. Hempcrete, for example. Yeah. Homes that are being made out of hempcrete petrify and will last for thousands of years and they breathe. So the humidity inside your home stays the same year round no matter how humid humid or dry it is outside. You know, it's, it's phenomenal products it's, that you can make from this plant.
0: So, you know, it just bothers me that that's not more of a standard way of building homes,
2: you know. sure. And I mean, that's, you know. But, I, but now it's, it's all petroleum-based products. That's, absolutely. That's the replacement. Everything we have around us is petroleum. The waste of oil, oil after they can't use that. That turns into this stu- everything around mm-hmm. us, you know.
1: Nylon, I mean, all that stuff. I mean, Tathlon. Popular Popular Mechanics had a huge article that they were uh, back, I think this was 1936 or something it might have been 1936, when they came out, hemp is set to become the first billion-dollar crop. And then in that article, you had Henry Ford, who invented a hemp car and actually produced it in 1941 after the ban, and it ran on hemp fuel. The body panels were made out of hemp. It was 10 times stronger than steel, 10 times lighter, and it was run on hemp fuel as well. And he said in that article, he envisions American farmers growing American hemp to power American cars. And it was the next year it got banned. Mm-hmm.
3: It weren't at one point. wasn't uh, hemp. Didn't it account for thirty three percent of America's export or something like that, or gross national product? Something? Prior
1: prior to the inventions uh, between nineteen twenty and nineteen thirty, uh, hemp was like I said. It, it was difficult to process because it was all left. Uh, you know, you processed it by hand basically. So it wasn't. It w- there was no. There was no machinery that was invented at the time to make uh, hemp. A huge industry, like when cotton had what was the name of that machine they the gin the, the cotton gin. gin Once the cotton gin was invented, cotton moved out of the hands of mom and pop farms and moved into big industry because they could process huge amounts of it. They couldn't do that with hemp until about 1920 when they invented I think it's called the Court Corotator or something like that. And so once they invented that, that's when industry really started getting scared. And that's when they started funding Hollywood's Reefer Madness mm-hmm. and of course the yellow journalism mm-hmm. and racism, injecting racism. They did everything they could do. Marijuana Marihuana. To Marihuana. Marihuana. Yeah.
0: I just wanna say like who died know, and made know, you man. boss. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like what the hell, man. I, I just hate people judging. It's, it's really what it comes down to. You oh. know, it's like when you have a medical marijuana card, people want to know what's your problem. You know, what do you, why do you have the card? I don't,
4: I don't have a problem. With that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good answer. One, no, answer. No, but, you, but away, you know what I'm saying,
0: though? It's like, the, you, people want to know. It's like, why do you have it? They want to make sure it's sufficient enough for you to be having that card. for You sure. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, you only have it because you have bad hangnails? Meanwhile, you know, they call they it their little,
2: is, their little orange bottle, and they're twisting the cap off. And right, <laughs> popping pills. I can't, <laughs> you, I can't believe you have that card. <laughs> when
4: I was a kid, they didn't have ADD. You were a spaz. And sure. I'll tell you what, when I smoke, it puts me focused. It, it takes away that spaz, edginess, ADD, whatever the hell you want to call it. It really helps me focus and do what I got to do. Yeah. You know?
0: yeah. Well, I, I had a, uh, a friend post something on my wall the other day. He was wondering, because I did a show a couple years ago, it was over at um, Long Long's in Tempe, and it was on my radio show, and I had the people, this was right before 203 was being passed, and it was uh, I had a couple people against it. It was a psychologist from Flagstaff and some lady from here who was really animate against it. And then I had uh, Andrew Myers, I'm sure you might be familiar with his from name. From MPP. From MPP, right, he was on the show. So it was a little kind of a debate on the air and everything. And we were talking about the actual what do you need really to obtain this card? What are the symptoms or what do you need to have to have this? What do you qualify for? And he was posting on my Facebook saying, I'm really confused because Andrew Myers said it was nothing but, you know, serious conditions, you know, the cancer, glaucoma and everything you need. But he was wondering, everybody else has a card and they don't have those things. So he's like, how do you answer that? You know, it sounds like he lied to these people just to, you know what I mean? Just to appease them, I guess you can say. And that's kind of what and and I replied this I I think some people you just have to tell them that.
3: Yes. Because
0: well the thing what I mean by this is that it's not just the serious conditions. You were just saying, Tony, when you smoke, it makes you more focused. It, does, it, it keeps you more on top of things. For a lot of people, it does that. For a lot of people, it helps with depression. and It helps with uh, insomnia. It helps with a lot of different things that you can use it for that just aren't listed on the actual qualifications that you need it for. Right. So you might have been smoking 100 years before this and no, not knowing it's been medicinal for you the whole time when actually it has
1: been. Right, right, no, absolutely. It's one of those things where you know Andrew Myers. I don't know him. I've never met him. Um,
0: and he's a but- nice guy, and, and he knows his stuff. And I don't. I'm not calling him up or throwing him on anything yeah, but you know
1: and I understand where he's coming from uh, and I've uh, talked with a lot of people that are on the same page as he is uh, my, I'm, I'm so far beyond that I'm beyond like uh, even trying to discuss uh, having marijuana only for medical purposes marijuana needs to have all regulations rules and laws against it completely abolished it, this plant needs to be back in the people's hands right. it just needs to be free there's nothing wrong with marijuana it doesn't matter why you want to use it. If you want to make paints out of it, out of, the, out of the oils from it, go ahead and make, grow it and make your own paint for crying out loud. Do you know what I mean? It was harvested by our forefathers. Absolutely. It was, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal plant that has so many uses. And so for somebody to come up and say, well, you shouldn't be allowed to use cannabis unless you have cancer or right. uh, one of the other, you know, right, real like, bad diseases, yeah. is absolutely insane. It's right. ridiculous. What are you going to do? You're going to, th- like, okay, I heard Joe Arpaio on the radio not too long ago, and he flat out stated he goes yeah this whole idea of legalizing marijuana is silly it's like no joe arpaio i'll tell you what's silly is busting down families' doors taking mothers and fathers away from their kids and ripping their families apart and locking people in prison and and, uh, saddling them with oppressive lifelong criminal records that's silly joe arpaio not marijuana you're silly
0: (laughs) amen brother man right on that's uh (laughs) Valvina's. <laughs> <laughs> it, it,
1: it it just yeah, you can call me Sean. All you can right, call Shawn. me Val, whichever one yeah, right. you want. Well, yeah. it's not
0: we you just get you I, cause we haven't had it you walked in with us, so I hadn't just introduced you as the from the WWE. Well that's so. the way most people
1: will know me anyway.
0: Right, like, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's all good, man. No, I, I think you for but stopping if by found, just If still...
1: I'm walking through the hall right. and you say, Hey Val, I'm gonna turn around just as quick as you, you <laughs> nice, said, Hey man. Sean. <laughs> nice,
2: man. Well yeah. I was just curious if anybody has looked at the retroactively the history of, like, these guys have been smoking pot for, like, 40 years or whatever, I, you know, just under, and then go back and look at their medical history over those 40, I'm just curious to see they actually everybody's uh, running around stronger than ever, I don't know what the results are. They actually are,
1: just finished one of the largest and one of the longest studies cool. in history, and it was a 20-year study, and they found absolutely no negatives associated with even Consistent daily marijuana use. Uh-huh. They found absolutely nothing wrong with it at all. Okay. Um, as far you know, you get the you get some of these people saying, Oh, it lowers your IQ eight It right. right. l- l- lowers
2: your motivation, lowers all this kind of stuff. Yeah, but I you mean, know what it
1: might but there's
0: always gonna I mean, be a sector population that just doesn't wanna they true. just don't give a shit. Yeah. They're just gonna give up on life, you know. You right. just have to accept that fact that that's part of our our percentage that we live, you know. Absolutely. They're just those people. I agree. I, you know, whatever, I agree. You
2: know, I agree. It's like these guys. You think they're going to change their personality right. if they stop smoking? I'm going to really clean up, and I'm going to be. Well, the different. thing here's and they're, the, and they're the same asshole they were when they yeah. were <laughs> <You> <laughs> know? The, the
0: mentality is this, and, and I'm taking this from uh, All in the Family. All right, the TV show. Because I have antenna TV, and it's on. <laughs> it's on weeknights, but the song, the title of the song, in the in the, in the song, the words of everybody pulled their weight. This is back in the '30s, you know, and stuff like that. And everybody did pull their weight back then. There's no lie about that. That was the great quote-unquote greatest uh, uh, generation. You know, everyone did their part. Do you see that nowadays? Do you see that it's everybody? (laughs) Nobody's doing their part nowadays,
3: are they? Only to be angry. Everybody's doing their part to be angry. Exactly
0: exactly yeah. so i just wanted to make point of that we have like six minutes left before we get out of here so wow, that went fast i know it's yeah. really crazy man so sean i don't know uh, real quickly uh, if you can uh, how when did you start getting really motivated motivated um into the medical marijuana scene
1: what, what was it for you that changed your uh, you know i i used to be anti-marijuana through and through i mean right up until i was 28 years old when i tried it for the first time and when I tried it for the first time, I was like, that's it. That's really what the big <laughs> deal is. And I really, I didn't really care for it. I didn't know much about it. I just, you know, I just kind of started thinking to myself when I got high. And I just started thinking about all these little things and getting really analytical about different issues and things. And I was, it was like, it's no big deal. So when I was 28, I started using it once in a blue moon up until I was about 36. Uh, you know, I saw a lot of my friends dying from prescription pill abuse. Uh, including one of my best friends who was Andrew Tess Martin in WWE. And so it was at that point when I had shoulder surgery and I got six pins drilled into my shoulder, I was on pain pills for three months straight daily. And I remember waking up at the end of that three months in the recliner, cause I couldn't sleep in the bed. I was locked in a brace and so I had to sleep in that recliner. I remember waking up one morning and the throbbing was no longer there. And so... Okay, I slept all night, finally, for the first time in three months. There's no more throbbing. I don't need to take the pills anymore. And the only reason I took 'em them is because that's what the doctors give you and you think the doctor gives it to you. It's got to be right. And so uh, a day and a half after I stopped the pills, I was on the floor in the fetal position, covered in sweat, ice cold, vomiting, and it it just began two weeks of horrendous withdrawals. And it got to the point, getting into that first week, it just seems like those withdrawals become more and more intense. And it got to the point at the end of that first week that uh, I started thinking, I have a huge craving just to go and take one pill so I'm not going to feel sick anymore, And it was one of my friends that said, you know what, smoke this. And before that, I was using it once in a while recreationally. And I remember I smoked it. And I still felt the withdrawals. But do you remember when Cat Williams said that there's an ingredient in marijuana called fuck it? (laughs) (laughs) That's what helped me get through that second week of withdrawals. It was like I was still withdrawing but I really didn't care that I was withdrawing right. Interesting. and that's it so made, it helped me power my way through that horrendous withdrawals with massive cravings and it got rid of those cravings mm. and allowed me to come off those deadly pills. And it just so happened that just prior to that is when tests uh, passed away. And that's when I started looking at marijuana in a different light, like, holy shit, that just got me off of pills. My foot's out of the grave what the hell is this all about? And I started researching it. And then that's what really started getting my eyes open was just the things I was learning about it, started talking to people, interviewing people, and just once you learn what cannabis can do, it's hard not to become passionate about it. You
0: think, right? Yeah, Yeah, You would think that would open people's minds up. Um, Wow, man, that's pretty much it. We're pretty much out of here. We didn't nice. even get to play Drug Code. We didn't. No, play. I know
2: the the porn. Por- porn the mi- porn music. Porn music or, or not, or anything yeah.
0: like that. Uh, I love this you talk. Yeah, porn man. music. I, yeah, I do. We'll it's play this real quick. Yeah, it's <laughs> a game. This is music from a uh, porno or something else from TV. All right, but you got to put headsets on though. Let me this Yeah, I don't know if that's gonna work. Cause I was really worried out. you were gonna make one Here. of us lay face down and then I play know, the porno so music listening to that. All right. And uh, this is music from a porno or from something else from TV that yeah, like commercial music or tv show commercial it's a 50-50 music something chance like that exactly <laughs> it's a 50-50 chance is this from a porn or is it not Oh, you can't hear anything <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> porn i have my i yeah. have my computer my porn on, i have my computer yeah. on mute yeah. all right here we go <laughs> is this porn or is it not
3: <laughs> not
4: yeah not porn
3: not porn. Probably like a hotel rental site. <laughs> hotel rental site. Sean, what about you?
1: Um, I'm gonna say not porn.
0: Not porn. Everyone's going not porn. Carl, I can't hear you, but I what do you I'm say? Not porn, like not porn. Not it's porn. Th- all right, that's just a tester. That is not porn. You're all right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was just a te- that was a teaser just let you guys get a feel for what it is. All right, is this porn or is it not?
3: Oh yeah.
4: That's for
3: sure. Oh yeah. Oh, a, wait a
4: second. This
3: is an accurate commercial.
4: This might
3: be a sandals commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
2: right. Oh no, that's list. porn. <laughs> like Cinemax,
4: like Cinemax porn, not like Well YouTube that's what ones. I said. Yeah,
2: it's, okay, that was right, was right on the is. line, oh, but yeah, say I, I'll yeah. say. I'll say yes.
0: Yeah. Alright, so uh, I got yeses around the board. Yeah, so I'll still say commercial. You're still saying commercial? Yeah. yeah, it's porno, buddy. Carl, what do you think? I'm going not porno.
2: It's not right on the line, man.
0: I'm going not porno. Not porno? it is porno.
3: All
2: right. Yeah, all right, we'll do it another one. Well, there's not there's not, not
3: much there's not many soundtracks in snuff films, so I'm not going to know most of the porn
2: <laughs> stuff, so. stuff uh, film or not snuff. <laughs> <laughs> you're
3: sure about sure uh, porn is or is it not? Is it porn or is it not?
1: I'm going porn. I guess. Yes. porn porn. That's uh, that that could be great. Faustina's entrance music. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll say I'll say no just to be the other guy. Just
0: be the other guy. Yeah, okay. Everybody's going yes. I'm going, going yes. Uh, everyone I'm All
3: going right. uh, is a porn is, yes it is. Uh, yeah. All right. It's not Good one choice.
2: I would watch then. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, you watch some vanilla porn, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you watch, man? <laughs> well, I just <laughs> more extreme than that. <laughs> <to this music. laughs> I know. So we're going to end.
0: I can't mild. hear anything at this moment. So uh, thank you guys for coming in. All right. Thank well, thanks thank for having me, Thanks, bro. Kevin. Thank yeah, you're more, more than welcome. Uh, definitely come back in, and we'll talk more deeply about uh, the marijuana cause, because that's what I like to do here on the program anyway, is... Uh, Get the knowledge out there, you know, yeah, in, a, in, a, in a way that you can that people will, will relate and not be offended by it's it. It's all that's, about the information. Man. Right,
2: exactly. And that's we all learn. Once yep. we get information, then we get more into it. You know? Yeah, no, right, exactly. exactly. We need more yeah. people to like
1: do their own research. So. We were all indoctrinated in the same way. Like that's key. Yeah, we were all indoctrinated in the same way. You're right. Yeah, anti-anti, through and through. Yeah, yes, you that's you know? 29. Well, right on. All right, Bobby, yeah.
3: Wayne, Stouts, thank you so much. Thanks for having me, brother. I appreciate you. Bob Bob Kubota. Thanks for having me, man. Tony Valley. Thank you. It was a
4: pleasure meeting you.
0: Man. And the big Val Boski. Thanks for having me in, bro. No, it's also great to have you in here as well. My name is Kevin Gaspin. You're going Global with Gas, man. Every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. here on the voiceamerica.com variety channel. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and look us up for some past shows. And this one will be posted up as well. Replay is later tonight and on Sunday as well. So you guys have a good week. We'll talk to you next week
4: after Halloween. Have a good one, everyone.